Hello, everybody. You are listening to episode 14 of Eliza G. Fit Hotter Than Health podcast, a podcast focusing on fitness, nutrition, overall healthy lifestyles, and most importantly, your morning conference call. And for those of you who don't know what that is, you will soon. I'm Eliza Gelman, and I couldn't be more thrilled to have you here. Just wanted to say a quick thank you to all the listeners out there who are um, constantly taking in all the new information that we're putting out and liking and subscribing and sharing the podcast. It is monumentally helpful. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For you, anyone who hasn't gone on to iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever, um, feel free to go on there, write a review, good, bad, whatever, um, you know, ask questions, do whatever you want. I'm very active with the iTunes and the SoundCloud and blah, blah, blah. But um, yeah, go on there, spread the love. And that way we can keep putting out podcasts every single Tuesday and making sure we're delivering as much content as possible. If you uh, feel so inclined, screenshot wherever you're listening to this podcast. I'd say 90% of the times it's done on an iPhone. So screenshot it, like it, share it, and then post it on your IG live story or on your Snapchat, wherever. And uh, that is just as amazing. That would be so awesome. And I always see who's posting it and it's so exciting. And I, I seriously blow up. I get so, so, so excited. Um, for anyone who says that they found the podcast or they're listening to it or, they're it or they've shared it. Um, so just thank you guys. This is, it's still super fun. And um, I'm still sitting in my car. I will not talk about sitting in my car anymore because it's getting to just be repetitive. It's not funny anymore. Trying to find some new original content here, but um, so far still just recording this podcast in my car, which, you know, I might end up just doing forever. I think it's great. I am in the middle of revamping my bedroom. I'm feeling pretty cool about it. Gonna get rid of my dresser because it's just a big clunky piece of shit. Um, I mean, it's great, but it's it's too huge. Gonna replace it with a writing desk. Feeling pretty cool about that. Very Edgar Allan Poe of me. So that's going on. Um, one other huge thing that's going on is, I don't know if you guys have noticed the date. It is November 13, which, 13th, which means that Thanksgiving is coming up in nine days. With that being said, I wanted to go over a couple of my favorite recipes that I brought to Thanksgiving last year and I put in my ebook for just holiday recipes because at this time of year, everyone is just defaulting to their favorite meals, which, hey... I'm not knocking that. Everyone loves Thanksgiving foods. That's wonderful. You're American. You're human. Tastes good. Everyone loves butter. That's just the long and short of it. But there are some awesome nutritional um, additions, if you will. And you don't always have to be eating dairy filled mac and cheese or mashed potatoes or anything like that. Everyone's already bloated as hell during the holidays. No need to add constipation to that. Um, and we're going to get more into the constipation, of course, because genuinely that's my favorite topic. So a couple of quick things that are some of my favorite things to bring to like, I guess, family gatherings. And I know nobody likes to be the person and, and say it if you want. I mean, I like to be the person, but I feel like I'm like one out of a hundred that likes to bring the vegetables to the big parties. They're like, wow, well, reach for the stars, Liza, bring over a veggie tray. Um, so this holiday season, highly recommend each person designate one per one person that is going to be with you for Thanksgiving and get them to bring a salad, just a massive chopped up 
kale salad, throw in some pomegranate seeds, some walnuts, and make that shit so hearty. I will fill up half my plate with veggies. That is a pro tip for all of you guys. Make sure that you're filling up on your veggies first. You know how your parents always said, eat your vegetables and you're going to have your dessert. I, I still believe that hundred percent. You want to fill up on that fiber, fill up on the veggies and the phyto, phytonutrients and all that stuff before you go into the mashed potatoes and the, you know, whatever you're indulging in for the holidays. So fill up your plate with a big bowl of kale salad. Um, one of my favorite recipes is just a little bit of olive oil and a little bit of apple cider vinegar massaged kale chopped up super fine. You let it sit for like 10 or 15 minutes after you massage it. And yes, I mean massage it, like get deep down into it. Use your hands, use your feet, whatever. Um, it's actually pretty satisfying. It's, it starts out super crunchy, like hard kale. And then it ends up being more of this like meaty, yummy, mushroomy texture. Oh, you could, mm, you could add some mushrooms in there. That would be great. Some walnuts. Um, my favorite combo is that massaged kale with a little bit of apple cider vinegar, a little bit of olive oil. And I mean a little bit. I mean like two tablespoons, nothing crazy for like a whole head of kale. Then a teeny tiny pinch of sea salt, pink Himalayan, or and then some cracked fresh pepper. I like to throw in some red pepper chili flakes just because I, I roll like that and I like it spicy. And then I do a like mustard lemon dressing. It is so good. It's just a bunch of Dijon mustard and then the juice of an entire lemon. And you really just like fuck that up and you get in there and you just, I, I could devour that whole giant serving bowl during Thanksgiving. I know I'm a terrorist for being the person who likes salad, but it's so good. You're going to love it. Throw in some, um, pomegranate seeds for a little added, Ooh, tartness and you'll love it. You'll, everyone will, um, be super happy that they're not constipated the next morning uh, just because they've got all that foliage in their systems, as my father likes to call it, colon blow. He will actually be joining me this year for Thanksgiving. I cannot wait. We're going to do a bit of a friend's Thanksgiving combo this year in Charleston, and he's going to bring vegan gravy, um, TBA on the ingredients for that. I'm sure it's going to be great. He used to be a chef, and his thing is to be super non-traditional on Thanksgiving, which I love. We are like the most traditionally non-traditional family. Like we celebrate every holiday, but never in the way that you should. So a couple of years ago for Thanksgiving, instead of doing a Thanksgiving turkey, like normally people would, um, we made handmade sushi rolls and we did like sake bombs. My little brother was like nine at the time and he was making flaming shots for everybody. Shout out Eli, you the man. Um, he is still not of age and he continues to ask if he can bartend at places he can't he's 14 um I don't know why we were letting him light alcohol on fire he was like fl gonna flambe the house it was so funny but so we did that and then other years we've had just um you know we've had our Thanksgiving meals but we try and keep it kind of healthy um my one of my aunts would make these like okra sushis and this was back when I did eat meat a little bit so it would be a cut up pickled okra wrapped in sour cream, then wrapped in ham. And I don't know, they called it Southern sushi. I, I don't recommend it to people unless it's really just, you know, that's one of those things where I'm like, have we really given up? Have we given up everything? What is the deal? We've wrapped the pickles in meat, in cream cheese. I'm sure someone listening is going to do it and then think I'm crazy or that's like a family recipe. Like my grandmother made those and they were so good. Um, now, now they're Jewish apparently. But um, anyways, I'm tangenting. But uh, those are some 
really delicious um, salad options that you could have. I also have an ebook on my website that I sold a bunch of last year that was really exciting that people loved. Um, in there, there are some white bean spinach dip with gluten-free crackers or cucumbers and carrots. That recipe is in there. It's like a warm, yummy, creamy, kind of a spinach artichoke dip take. Um, then there's sweet potato casserole with like a walnut and almond crust as opposed to a um, like graham cracker crust with marshmallows on it. And who are we kidding? I mean, it's amazing, but you can find a substitute for anything. Um, I need to stop saying um. All right. Starting now, there's nutritional yeast mac and cheese, which is amazing. You can get shells, you can get ringlets or uh, elbow type noodles, whatever you want to do. I kind of want to try it with the black bean pasta. I know that, again, terrorist, but I think they're great. So I might try it with a little black bean pasta this year or like some red lentil pasta just to add in some fiber and protein in there. And you just add in a bunch of nutritional yeast, a little bit of whichever dairy-free uh, dairy milk you want. Almond milk, I would not say is probably the best option. I would say something like soy or like cashew, something a little bit more meaty even maybe just an oat milk like we talked about on the last podcast. So try and substitute dairy when you can because here's what's happening over the holidays. You are, one, you're probably traveling, right? So already your regularity might be thrown off a bit because of just your routine is different. You might not be moving your body and working out and eating the normal foods that you would normally eat or eating at the same times even. So your body's already going through this weird shock, environmental change. Um, what you want to... Oh, stop saying... Oh. What you want to be doing is, one, if you can prioritize eating it around the same time of day every day, that would be amazing. That it helps your body stay a little bit more regular, just keeps it in symbiosis, if you know what I mean. What also happens over the holidays is we're loaded with way more sodium. So, of course, we're feeling a bit more bloated. This is an amazing time to start your day with a huge green smoothie as well as the hot water with lemon and pink Himalayan sea salt. That is going to help um, neutralize your body from all the acidity and all of the pressure that it's feeling from probably eating a ton of gluten and dairy and stuff like that and alcohol, let's be honest. I think it's the biggest night of the year to go out is the night before Thanksgiving, right? Hello? I don't have an assistant. I don't have a producer in here. It's just me and my suitcase and my bag of Trader Joe's groceries. And none of those are responding to me. So that's also what's going on in your body. You're just super inflamed. Make sure you're starting your day with 32 ounces of room temperature water and whatever coffee you want to have, try and have no dairy creamer in it or don't have any sugar in it to spike your insulin that early. Then uh, what you want to have is the juice of an entire lemon, a pinch of Himalayan sea salt and hot water. And that will really help set your day up. It will also just help you make better decisions because when you're hydrated, you're at least not making impulse decisions based on the fact that you're actually thirsty and not just hungry. So those are some little tips and tricks for over the holidays. And I asked on my, this is, this is a new topic. Okay. We are starting a new topic now. I asked on my Instagram the other day for a few questions and I got a bunch. Thanks for all the responses, guys. That's super helpful. So I got a bunch and I've actually done a podcast on this specifically. It was a few weeks ago. I, I can't remember exactly which podcast it is, but you can look it up. It's in all the titles and it's about juice cleanses. Everyone's saying, okay, is this BS? Should I be doing a juice cleanse? It's getting to be that time of year. I feel like a lot of people are kind of just going in that freak out mode when they change their whole diet and everything. And here's what I like to compare it to. So my sister just ran the Chicago Marathon. Go Alexa. She fucking crushed it. 
So she just ran the Chicago Marathon and everyone kept asking, well, the night before, are you going to eat, you know, are you going to eat a ton of pasta? Are you going to eat, you know, 15 baguettes, just carbo load like a mofo? And she was like, no, I mean, I'm not going to really change a whole lot. I feel like that was so brilliant of her. And that's one of the reasons that contributed to her just having so much energy the next day is because she was in her natural state that she had been training in. So she hadn't been like carbo loading her entire training months. She hadn't been changing her diet like crazy. And so that allowed her body to just kind of be in this neutral state that it wasn't shocked. It wasn't like, oh my God, what's changing? What am I preparing for? So when we're about to go into the season of, you know, we just had Halloween, we're going to have Thanksgiving, and then we're going to have, you know, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, all these different holidays coming up. And then we have New Year's. And that's when everyone goes into the shock stage where they change their diet. They're only eating greens and they're juicing and they're doing everything so drastically. If it's not sustainable for you to do almost every day, you probably shouldn't be doing it. And if you wouldn't do it when you were, say, let's say pregnant or if you were, you know, kind of feeling sick, my thing is, is sustainability with your diet and your regimen. If you don't think you can stick to it for every day, then it's not for you. That's why I don't like rigidity in diets. That's why I don't like complete elimination of everything in, in any type of diet. So here's what you could do. If you are thinking that maybe a juice cleanse would be good for you, I'm not going to go into super detail on this because I have an entire podcast on it. You can go listen to it. It's great. It's tons of information. Um, A juice cleanse, in my opinion, would only really be beneficial if you were just trying to give your body a break from digestion. Um, But what people tend to do is drink juices that have, yes, greens in them, but not enough. And it's more often green, like 50% greens, 50% juice, fruit juice. And that's just a way to spike your insulin. And I know I say spike your insulin a lot, but what that means is, and I won't get into the science of it. You can kind of look up that information, but if you want to have a sustainable fast or cleanse or anything like that, The last thing you want to be doing is crashing and then spiking your insulin, getting that little spike of energy where your body is like pulling from different storage to give you energy. Again, not going to get into the science of it. It's really cool. But I I actually, I think I should have a whole podcast on spiking your insulin because I talk about it a fuck ton. Anyways, so what you don't want to be doing is a juice cleanse where it's primarily fruit juices or the majority fruit juices or even like 50%. I say like... 1090 or 2080. You know, I I don't think we need to be having a bunch of fruit juices. What that is, is when you juice a fruit, um, let's say you juice a lemon or an orange or strawberries or something, that's taking out all of the fiber in the veggies. So you're not getting any of that fiber and it's 100% fructose and it's going straight into your bloodstream. I am not saying fruits are unhealthy. I am saying though, if you're trying to give your body a chance to have a break from maybe all the crappy foods that you have eaten or anything like that, then what you need to be doing is like a straight leafy green, not going to trick your mind into thinking you're eating something else type of thing. So that's, that's what I would recommend doing is if you're going to do a bunch of green juices, then maybe just replace 
one meal a day with a big green smoothie instead. Or if you really want to do just juices and you, you know you you bought a juice cleanse from like some place down the street and you know you're like I spent seventy dollars on eight juices so I'm gonna do it, then maybe just try a little bit of intermittent fasting where you may have your dinner at let's say six p.m. and then you don't eat until mm, ten the next day and you break your fast with a green juice. You can always give it a try. I mean, it does give your body a little bit of a chance to catch up on digestion, get rid of what's in there, and that's great. But I'm a huge believer in fiber, and if you're not starting your day with a bunch of fiber, a little bit of protein, fats, carbs, that kind of thing, which you could find in a smoothie, a big green leafy smoothie, then you know you have to clear out your insides a natural way. And what fiber is going to do is really just be like a scrubbing bubbles effect to your colon. And that's what you want to do. You want to feed your body all this good bacteria and you want to build up your gut flora, which is going to help you keep a balanced, um, you know, it's going to help your serotonin levels. It's going to help you sleep. It's going to help your, um, it's going to help your skin. It'll help your energy all of these different things, which is why I'm a huge fiber advocate. So if I wouldn't recommend actually doing a, a juice cleanse, that's that's how I'm going to end that. I know this is like a very roundabout way of saying this. What I'm saying is um, I just blacked out and I don't know what I just said, but I will say I think you should replace one meal a day with a big leafy green smoothie. My go-to is, write this down, okay? Um, one small pear, one small apple, two cups of fresh spinach, two big handfuls of kale, three stalks of celery, a whole lemon, and one cup of water. And I had a scoop of spirulina in there too, just because it's like a superfood antioxidant like crazy. But that's what I would do. And it, I, I make a huge one, like 32 ounces, just as much smoothie as water in the morning. So that'll keep me full for a little while. And I also know it just makes me feel really good. And it'll make you poop because it's ton a, a ton of fiber and um, it's already pre-digested by being blended and that's just, that's just going to help your body. Now that we're talking about beverages and juice cleanses and things like that during this time of year, I know I talked about it last episode, but oh God, I feel like I haven't taken a breath in like 30 minutes. How's everyone doing? We all good? We still here? Cool. So for anyone who is like me and in the winter time, you just get I, I'm, I know that this sounds duh, but I just get cold all the time. Like my circulation in my hands, I feel like I have rainouts. If you don't know what that is, look it up. I've got these like white ghoulish fingers. My toes get white and then they're like shocked when they go in hot water. It is a very unsexy thing to have. I'm walking around with like bleach fingers. It's gross. I, I can't figure it out. My, I feel like I, my circulation is, is good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't feel like I'm getting sick. I don't feel like a sickly person. But during the winter time and this, even the fall time, because I'm a wimp, I just get so freezing cold. I feel like I'm always loading on jackets. Today at work, I started doing push-ups just to warm up my core and to get a little bit of heat in my body. And it didn't work that well. I mean, for the, for about 15 minutes, I'd say I was a little warmer maybe. But whatever. So I'm always cold in the winter. And if you're like me, then you need tonics and elixirs. And the difference between a tonic and elixir is a tonic is something that like gets better for you kind of over time. And I, I want, don't quote me on this, but what I think 
I know about it is a tonic is something like a kombucha or something that kind of has to be sitting on a shelf for a while, building up some good bacteria in there and whatever. And then an elixir is more of something that you can take quickly and it's more of like a flush out type of thing. Here are some of my favorite, favorite, favorite fall, you know, warm yourself from the inside type beverages. Um, so I like to do a little bit of coconut milk mixed with water and then one half a scoop of cacao and then a little bit of honey in there. And it is so awesome. And I would do a little bit of cayenne too and have like a Mexican hot chocolate. Ooh, ay, 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 it's very sexy. And, um, what you can do is heat that up super, super hot. I like to have it as a hot chocolate. If you have like a milk frother at home, it's really good too. It's like that big, hearty, creamy yumminess. So I would do that and it's great to have before bed because the cacao is super packed in antioxidants. It'll help you sleep. That coconut milk kind of has that warming feeling. It's creamy, it's frothy. You wanna have it before bed. So like a little more than half a teaspoon of cacao mixed with probably half a cup of coconut milk mixed with the rest of water. And I like to add a little bit of cinnamon and a little bit of cayenne just to mix things up a bit. And also cayenne is like a really nice, um, a really nice anti-inflammatory and it just kind of brings out the sweetness in the cacao. Okay. Oh, and honey, a little bit of honey. Otherwise it gets to be a bit bitter. Again, super high in antioxidants, which is amazing for the winter time, especially when everyone's getting sick. Okay, cool. Next one is fresh ground ginger. So get a ginger root, go to Trader Joe's, go wherever. And then, um, yeah, so you'll go and get the fresh ginger. Sorry, I just got a text message and then I read it on my computer. I still can't figure out how to get my computer to not show up with my text messages on here. Thanks guys. Um, and so it'll just be like a shaved bit of that fresh ginger. I like to get like um, something like as small as my knuckle because I'm not good with the metric system and chop that up pretty fine. I pour hot water over that with a juice of an entire lemon or a half a lemon, a little bit of um, turmeric and a little bit of black pepper and then just hot water. It's amazing. I let it sit for like 10 or 15 minutes. Actually, no, 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 no. Here's what I actually do and I'm gonna get really specific here. So you chop up like a knuckle's worth of ginger then and you're gonna wash it off first and like peel it. You don't have to eat the root part. And then a little bit of black pepper and a little bit of turmeric because the black pepper will help you absorb that turmeric a little bit better. And the turmeric is super great for anti-inflammatory. It's amazing. It helps, um, obviously, regularity. But um, then you've got all the beautiful vitamin C from the lemon in there. And then what you'll do is you'll let that sit in the bottom of the mug, fill up the mug halfway with hot, hot, hot water, and then let that sit for about 10 or 15 minutes, kind of like you would a tea bag. Then when you're ready to actually drink it and you want it to be a little bit hotter, you fill up the rest of the cup with hot water. Um, that way you aren't, that's why you have space to fill up more water in there. Duh. It's a, I'm, God, I'm off today. Sorry, I'm not funnier. So you'll have that. That is my second favorite. Um, my third favorite is honestly just green tea with a little bit of honey in there. It's it's not something that I would recommend doing on an empty – or it was not something I would recommend doing on a full stomach or near the end of the day because it's super caffeinated. Also, be careful of this because green tea is super um, – it's, it's pretty cool. So black tea and green tea are actually from the same plant. They're just aged younger, or longer and shorter. So if you're drinking green tea, then um, it's kind of like a fresher, 
leaf and it can kind of irritate your tummy. So if you have a sensitive tummy, I recommend only steeping the tea bag in there for like two minutes and not any longer and then take it out. Do a little bit of honey, have a nice like sipping session. And I always add lemon to it just because again, it's already packed with antioxidants. Why not pack it with some more vitamin C? Pack it with a punch. So I like efficiency as we all like, as we all know. Um, and that is what I have for those elixirs. I think that that cacao is my favorite. It is so umami and delicious and amazing and everyone needs to go try it. So if you don't have cacao at home, your, your kids will love it. You will love it. Your husband will love it. Your mother will love it. Your mother-in-law will love it. It's actually a really cute gift idea. If you get like a cute can of Trader Joe's coconut milk and, um, you could get like those big marshmallows if you wanted to and you could make your own hot chocolate with it you guys that'd be so cute you could do baileys too if you're trying to get shit based that'd be awesome so that's what i recommend doing um we've got the elixirs that was a little bit of information on the juice cleanse and then we've got some information from um just a little bit more uh, holiday recipe guideline type things. So if you want those recipes, they're on my website. You just go to my Instagram or go to my Facebook or wherever you're really finding this podcast. I guess I should link my website to these podcasts links. That would be smart. Um, I am learning. So I will do that. I will also put in a link to Aura Organics. Um, if you're going to buy anyone, any type of health supplement at all, buy it from Aura they're really the only brand that I trust. They just came out with like a gut health type, um, type tonic, not tonic type supplement. I'm not sure how I feel about it yet, but I do know that that's the only protein powder and type of pre-workout that I would ever recommend. Again, I'm not super supplementy, but if I am lacking in protein or if I'm traveling a ton, I think it's a good, a good option. Um, so use that link on there. I like the chocolate. I know that the vanilla chai is really good. So if you're a chai person, then actually that's really good to put into your coffee. Just, um, that's uh, insider scoop. Don't tell anybody. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all that info in the show notes. You guys can check it out. Um, make sure to like and review and leave a comment or do whatever you want to do. Share the podcast, share the love, share it with your friends. Um, it is that time of year where we're all starting to think about gifts and things like that. So give the gift of an ebook. You can send it in a PDF. I recommend doing it before the holidays, but a lot of the recipes that I put in the ebook, they're good for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all throughout the year. What I mean, fuck, they're great. So you could do always do that. Um, but yeah, go check it out. This is episode number 14. We'll have some information in the show notes. And thank you so, so much for listening. We will be on next week. I might even have my uh, actually, I don't want to give too much of a teaser, but rhymes with Schmad and he's my father. So he might be a little guest on there. He has so much worldly knowledge and he's such an entrepreneur. He's so wonderful. And he's also the type of, per he's also the person that who taught me a lot about food being medicine. So thanks dad. And we'll get into it next week. I hope everyone has the most amazing Tuesday. Stay regular, stay healthy, stay hydrated. Love you all. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.